Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's poppin' congregation? We're back with another episode of Scam Goddess, the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them. And congregation, I am very what? Yes, excited, ecstatic, thrilled even. This is a first. Uh, we've never done this on the show. So uh, this guest and I are blood relatives. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Guys, <laughs> um, it's never happened before. Uh, today... Very exciting guest. He's an educator, yoga instructor, and a Lululemon ambassador. Come on, ambassador. He's also the founder of Black Mat Yoga, which was established to address the identity-based inequities in wellness spaces. And this is such an amazing company. Like, Black Mat Yoga, follow it on Instagram. It's, it's oh my God, I'm just so excited. Uh, congregation, please welcome an icon and my <laughs> first cousin, Eric Mosley, to the show. <laughs> another another self-made Jamaican air horn. You know that's what we do here. <laughs> okay, are there any other sounds that people do? Wiki wiki? I don't know any other. That's not it. That's no, not it? That's okay. Not it. That's not the sound. <laughs> so, yes, all the mouth sounds that we could possibly make. I don't know anything but the Jamaican air horn. Why don't that's we, good enough. Why don't that's we have an African-American air horn? Now it sounds like the racist white people were like, why do y'all have black yeah. history? Month? I mean, we could say like, you're, I love you That's true. It. Yeah, you could you're it. I, I haven't heard that on a track, though. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not on a track. No. no. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I, too, am what? Excited. Excited. Yes. <laughs> now I'm going to need y'all put some respect on our last name because this M-O-S-L-E-Y. I'm seeing some E-O-Y's. They be doing this to me on iCarly, too. Yes, but we have the same last name. Yeah, we do. For now. Because we really are cousins. Yeah, we really are cousins. Yeah. Uh, we we do. <laughs> I know why you said it like that. <laughs> There's a woman, y'all, who... Oh, God. Is she going to hear this? Um, we're not going to say her handle or nothing. It's probably more than one. But she, like, pretends to be my cousin and then branched it out to being... Yeah, and she, and she brought it over to my page, and we weren't having it over here. We, oh, wait, you told her that you weren't cousins? Of course I did. Oh. I was like, we're not cousins. I'm, or I was like, hello, love, what's, what side of the family are you on? <laughs> and she gave some kind of roundabout, like, oh, I'm on I'm on uh, Lacey's dad's side, or some, some crazy. It was like daddy, some, sister, uncle, yeah, brother. Yeah, some extended I was like, did you do dots. an ancestry and they, they pinged me or something? I don't know. Yeah, I was like, yeah, nah. No, we're not. We're not cousins. <laughs> you're not in the family. No, I... Stop playing. I don't know. I think you might be cousins. If I gotta be cousins, <laughs> you're gonna be cousins, too. No, listen, like I said, you gotta shut it down. I mean, I, I'm not gonna acknowledge it. I'll just look. If you wanna be like, congrats, cousin, like, well, you know. Listen, she surely, she surely stopped 
saying that on my <laughs> page and deleted the comments too. Well, there you go. Listen, you got to stop. Them. Listen, when they're, when they're this is a harmless scam. Okay. For now. Until it's not right. <laughs> okay. Until until it's not. Until, <laughs> until she starts taking out loans, okay. uh, payday loans, like through her cousin, which she very well might do. Well, we always ask on the show, Eric, what is your relationship with scams? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Have you ever been <sighs> scammed? It could literally be anything. So I do like scams that benefit the common person. Okay. Right? Like kind of a rival hood, like steal yeah, from the rich like kids to the poor. Yeah, like not punching down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I do have a relationship with scams. <laughs> I went to college. Okay, uh, yeah. Very big one. And it was one. financed by student loans. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thinking that this was going to better my life. Uh, and in many ways it did. However, them student loan payments, this woman by the name of Sally Mae, who recently <laughs> changed it to Navient, is the devil. And then people are relentless. They really are. And do you have them saved in your phone? Because I have them saved in my phone. <laughs> like I don't I know have when they them call. saved. No, I don't have them saved. But um, they scammed me to get me to answer the phone. So there was a point, and you know this story. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point in New York. You know, we were living together. We were at living the time. together in New York. It was a couple of years out of undergrad, and you know, them loans was hitting, and the payments were not right. So <laughs> I. <laughs> I needed to make some payments. And I, I was and on I, deferment. I told them I was an actress. And they. I remember the the loan person laughed. She was like, ha, 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 yeah, we put you back on deferment. I was like, damn. So I was. I thought I was deferring, mm-hmm. but I guess it had, it had ran its course. So it, it was time that they were like. <laughs> and they were inferring as to where their money Exactly, was. Okay. exactly. They were curious and like, where are these coins? So after a little while, I wasn't answering the phone. Why did... I get a call from my father. So I'm looking at my phone. It says, Dad. And I'm like, hey, Dad, what's up? Right. And he's like, hey, man, uh, hold on real quick. And then it's like, hello, Eric Mosley. This is, you know, so-and-so from Sally Mae. <laughs> they gave you a three-way, a three-way call mean me, girls phone call? Exactly. <laughs> they called me on three-way with my daddy and had my daddy call. So I would <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they straight up did aggression ah, wieners to you. They were like, they she did. can never win because she's such a slut. She's just like, why would you say that? So you're really mad, right? So you're really mad, right? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. See, I told you she wasn't mad. It's yeah, Navia. Exactly. Sally See, Sally Mae, I told you he wouldn't be mad. I told you he wouldn't be mad at you, Dad. Um, but go ahead. We'll need to go ahead and make a payment today. <laughs> can you can you pay like 5000 I was like, uh, no, we cannot pay that. <laughs> Not today. So um, that's one scam. And then I think one other scam after. Also in undergrad, or right after undergrad, mm-hmm. um, someone who I trusted was doing, so in Texas, where I was living at the time, mm-hmm. they had, like, deregulated the energy industry. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to go through, like, TXU or whoever anymore. So there was this company, and it was kind of like the, like, pyramid. You could just get gas from the homie. You could just get it's like gas. When your, hom- your homie's like, hey, y'all, we're going to have wine and cheese, and we're going to be selling gas. Yeah. <laughs> Gas, so or the energy, so yes. um, someone Natural who I gas. trusted, they were like, "Oh, you know, this great opportunity. You can make X amount of money if you just get to your family, the people that you know, like and trust, mm-hmm. to just switch from their regular energy to this energy. It's gonna save, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." And I think that was true, um, and it was helping people. And they did have a, a big sign on a building in like downtown Dallas that was that they, like, had never had a sign on before. So, like, think of a skyscraper with, like, 
a logo on it. Okay. So it was but like that. But that can also be a part of the scam is like making things look legit. It was so, and like, so legitimized. It was so yeah. legitimized. And they were like, yeah, as long as you get... Well, that's you know, necessary. Get... Like, if you pull up to me and you go talking about I got energy in the back of my trunk, like, I'm not going right. to partake in that. Right. Not and, monthly. But then I just needed to ask people, like, who's your energy provider? Um, give me your, like, confidential information so I can switch <laughs> you on over. Right? Mm-hmm. The people were not having it. And I couldn't, <laughs> you know, but there were some really big financial incentives but it was just one of those things. And I think it worked for other people. It just did not work for me. And I also didn't know enough about energy <laughs> to like make this. They're like, how many kilowatts thing? am I? I'm, you was like, they listen, these watts are really going to be like, These vibes, it's giving. I, no, you're going to have energy. Yeah, like, it's giving lights. It's, it's giving, giving energy. stove exactly. and oven. Yeah. Period. Heat. <laughs> so, so did you want to switch over now or? I feel like it's no. also just not very on brand for you. Like we were trying to figure it out, but it like was, you're an educator, you do wellness, and but this is before yeah, this you is were before, in the wellness space. Yeah, this is but like as an educator, you know, or going to Warehouse, it's very funny. It's a hard pivot to be like, yeah, now I sell these. Now I'm selling y'all energy. To save these energies, money. do I want them? Um, so it was a little scam. Like uh, I did have a little investment that I invested to get into the biz to yeah, to make it back, but I couldn't. Room. I couldn't get my two people in. <laughs> and then get they two people to come in and get they two people. So I had to go ahead and bow out of that. Yeah, so. that's how that's how pons- their MLMs yeah. work. Because yeah. they're like, just invest initially and then just like terrorize your friends and family and get them involved. But I mean, at least this one, it sounds like, okay, there could have been some discounts. If you watch Florida Girls, there is a joke about this where uh, <laughs> uh, Laura Chen's character is a door-to-door energy salesman. <laughs> it was given that. It was yes. given that. <laughs> but instead of door-to-door, it was like text-to-text, call-to-call. Right. Yeah. Which I feel like if I got a text like that from my homie or like if I got a Facebook post that was like, are you satisfied with change? I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know about me. I'm probably not going to go to you, though. And then then there was the also the blessing blessing circle Mm -hmm. of the pandemic that came back. Yeah, you know, it's like you pay $50 or send $500 to this person and then bring the people in and then same situation. And I and trusted friends were doing it and and was getting blessed, was getting blessed. Right. But I I just wasn't able to continue to build. You know, it was during the pandemic. Did though, you so get blessed? And you I was did like, not Thank get you so blessed. much, or I did, did you help with blessing? And then so here's here's where the trusted friends part did come in. So the friends who brought who you know approached me to mm-hmm. be in the in the blessing circle mm-hmm. variation. Um, they were like, yeah, you need to bring your people. And that this is how it works. It continues to work this way. Yeah. So I could, I brought like two people in or they helped me bring a person. But when I couldn't deliver or when those people couldn't deliver on their two people, they were like, we'll just give you your money, your investment back. Like, we're going to get you out. Like, yeah, they're trying to keep the scam going. They don't want you getting on Facebook and like blowing the spot up because you got robbed in the blessing yeah. circle. I mean, look, I thank God that all of my friends know better than to come to me with business opportunities. Yeah, I didn't, that's why I didn't come to you. I was like, I'm not going to be on the podcast. <laughs> the fastest not way go for, it. for my phone to go on full Android <laughs> mode. All of a sudden, I have a Galaxy. No. My texts are green. <laughs> and you're like, hey, I got a business. Listen, you want to get in on the ground floor. I don't I don't know if I ever want to be on Invest the ground floor status. or anything. Day yeah. one. A1, day <laughs> one. But, it, I mean, it, it was very but successful it for, for them. People. Yeah, it was very successful for them. And I do want to make a correction because somebody did talk to me about Susus. And, like, one of our other guests brought up Susus. And, like, I guess that it can also be, like, a connection for people who don't have, like, traditional banking systems. So, in that way, I guess it can be legitimate. I don't know enough about it, but it they said be, that. It can be, but so also, like, Susu is, like, also very cultural. Yes. And it's, like, a, you know, like, so that's a I was like, positive I business. The, yeah, it's, like, a legitimate yeah. 
cultural way of support, like supporting the community, supporting your family, Absolutely. like responsible saving and all those things. But but yeah, you, you they saw, brought me back out. So Eric is a scammer. We already knew I have that, some that was knowledge. gonna be. <laughs> I'm adjacent. I'm not a scammer. Okay, yeah, all right. We're the cul-de-sac. We're on the, we on the Mulberry yeah, Drive. Scam adjacent. Yeah, we're not quite, quite on the street. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We are in the area, though. We're in the area. We're looking over the fence. Okay, we're, uh, we're on a terrace. <laughs> not a street, but it's maybe a terrace. Right. Uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements, and we'll be back for the first segment of the show, What's Hot in Fraud? Scams! Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future. And don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. I Excel grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks. Trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bust when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing it right over there. I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we are back and it's time for the first segment of the show, What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist. More often than not these days, you know, we get a listener letter. As always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure scam is retired because we don't want to what? Fuck yes. up your bag. Fuck up your bag, yes. I listen to the pod. Yeah, oh, I love that. <laughs> we saw a parasocial moment come true. Love that yes. for us. Yes. Did yes. all you guys feel involved? I hope you said it at the same time <laughs> as him. That's what I want. This is Blue's Clues, but for robbery, okay? 
I <laughs> okay. These are blues. These are blues con clues. We are gonna give you all the clues. Wait, did you see when Blue came back? I mean, um, Steve not came back? Blue. Steve, yes. when he are came back during the painting. Yeah, we talked about it on the show. Like, I love that man. He, it was so emotional. I cried. Yeah, I, I had a little tear. Why I shed had, a tear. He did leave us. Like, he did go out for milk he and was never like, came I left, back. But I, but I went to college. Yeah, but it wasn't given like we had a real goodbye. I remember we were all at school. The rumor mill was flowing. This is like elementary school, middle school. And they was like, Steve on drugs. That's why he left. Like everybody at school. Not on drugs. Yeah, the children were. Not on drugs. The children were telling me at my school that Steve had a problem or something, and I don't think that that's true. I, uh, but it was just funny to he me that as children, <laughs> he's got to go heal. As children who could not be older than like ten, we were yeah, like what a, what having the rumor mill. <laughs> the kids at your school and the lives that they live. Look, the kids were trying to give the tea, just like the adults. They were like, "Well, you know, I heard Steve." Right. Um, <laughs> You ain't hear from me, but they say he got to go away. Yes. Somebody's calling it college. <laughs> <laughs> they said Steve got somebody pregnant, okay? That's what the streets are saying. Like, what you know, are these Steve streets? ain't got nobody pregnant. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these what are these childhood... Sh- the playgrounds are saying that Steve the, the had to go to college. It ain't really college, okay? So, uh, we're talking... I need a fake name for this person. Obviously, it's going to be a listener letter. Um, Um, Fake name. uh, Ladarius. Ladarius. Love it. So, Ladarius says, Hi, Lacey. Love the pod. Scamming and scheming is so fun to hear about. Oh, I have a story for you. Okay, Ladarius. What's going on? let's get into it. So, Ladarius says, I'm omitting some key details so that if who's involved are listening, they can't figure out who ratted them out. (laughs) Ladarius, everybody gonna know it's you. Ladarius, are you a <laughs> no. stool pigeon? Because it's giving you did it, <laughs> right? And let me tell the story so you get my perspective. Right, okay. and let so me shift the narrative it. away from <laughs> myself. Away from me. <laughs> So they won't know it's me. So Ladarius says, okay, here we go. This may not quite be a scam, but it definitely feels like it. TikTok-born lesbian relationships. (laughs) What? Wait, so the... the, Like they met on TikTok? They met on TikTok? They started doing the dance, and and then they was like, (laughs) we gay. Five, six, seven. Except, you know, whoa. (laughs) Now we go together. the sapphic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I'm a sapphic. Or, or are they... Classic, boozy, rash. Are they... Or are they just going together? Are they are in a they relationship for, each other? The, for Let's the TikTok? See. So it says my cousin, which is why I picked this because I was like, okay, we're cousins. Okay. Like, you know, we, we love a familiar moment. Let's call her Tracy. This feels very pointed. This is, Eric, did you write about this? I didn't. <laughs> Let me check the email. <laughs> Fake name Tracy. And they cousins. About okay. This. Is nearly a 35-year-old woman, okay, who recently got out of a five-year relationship. Now, she was scammed during this relationship. The now ex-girlfriend convinced her to take out new lines of credit, put a car in her name, and be the primary signer on a house lease, all to then charge wildly to that new credit card, not pay her car loan, and ask her not to remove herself from the lease when they broke up. Ooh, nasty business. Okay, that's a lot, though. I would be That's okay with lie. just, like, the lease situation because, like, moving is hard. Like, let's figure it out, whatever. But credit card? One of those things is enough. Car loan? This woman trying to ruin your credit. But also, how are you going to let somebody do all of those things? Because they was lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get we the do things for love. Lesbians. But at some point. No, no. The answer is lesbians. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, because you start dating the, the, the U-Haul pull up so quick, and then I normally it saying, stops at the U-Haul. It'll it's stop. The yeah, right. it's the move-in or it's a credit card. Yeah, or the it's joke a- is not. We go to Bank of America and we open up a lot of credit <laughs> and buy a house and a car. The and joke a, isn't put my name on the D. Yeah, this is too much. Okay, the U-Hauls, we moving it together. Not like we getting a home that you paying for, but my name is right. on it. Oh, but don't take my name off when you move. Like, don't, but don't take my name off. Girl, I'm sorry, but uh, Tracy, much. I think you uh, were dating a city girl because it's giving uh, if right. you <laughs> if, if you, you a rich bro, nigga, yeah. I'm a fucking you, so you ain't one. That's it. So you, period. <laughs> period. Okay, I'm gonna steal all your Ooh. money. Okay. I need some photos to make. This right. Make I wish we had some. So the breakup was horrible and sad. Oh, I'm sorry, Tracy. But then to find some sort of creative outlet, Tracy began a TikTok account. <laughs> Typical emo millennial TikTok content and whatever. But now, here's where the true scam of it all begins. She meets someone on the app. Let's call her Penny. Now, I don't... So, listen, I thought that the TikTok lesbian scam was going to be the lesbian that we just heard about. Okay, now it's starting to look like Tracy Fall. This, that's like, what I'm saying. It's Tracy. Tracy. So, here's where it starts. Well, what was the context? What was the back? So, basically, you're just telling us Tracy and Mark. You're telling us basically. your cousin is out here getting played with and enjoying it. They play a Monopoly. She's like, now, I love it. I love Hasbro. <laughs> now, as a cousin, you're supposed to step in and course correct. Yeah. You can't let your cousin just get played like this several no. times. My cousin, Eric, would never let me do this. No. This is a lot. You have to go to college. We have to commit you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Lacey has gone to college. She, to get no, this she life definitely together. had a degree already. Well, she's back in she's college, back. guys. Uh, <laughs> the Scam Street saying Lacey ain't in college. Um, so now she's on TikTok. And let's say she's met this TikTok lesbian <laughs> named Penny. I'm no longer going to call this person a TikTok lesbian. I'm just going to call him Penny now. We've established that it's just in the... Le, 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 what was his name? Levantier? Ladarius? Ladarius. Ladarius. We get it. So, <laughs> so now I don't know all the details of the relationship, but looking at their two accounts after the alleged relation start date time and the original breakup in November 21, then the new relationship started around early January uh, 2022. So November okay. 2021 is the end of the year. Okay. This starts at the beginning of the year. Okay. All of a sudden, Penny invites Tracy to come visit her. Now, Penny has five children, all under the age of 12, and lives in, let's say, Virginia. And my family lives in, let's say, California. <laughs> so you're telling me this is like a cross-country visit, so, essentially. East Coast, West Coast. East Coast, West Coast. Um, Penny got five children. <laughs> And they and they're all under twelve. Penny, you got a child for every letter in your name. That's Penny. That's a now look. So Penny was Penny was pregnant for a long time. Yeah, like, Penny. That's almost like she you, stayed pregnant. <laughs> that's like four years of pregnancy. Um, look, children are no, our future. Oh uh, well, no, it's nine months a pop, and then you give or take like what three months. I mean, but you yeah, you got a, some rollover, some, some savings. Yeah, I guess <laughs> the, so. the blue light special. It's like three anyway, months where you can not be pregnant within a year. Yeah. That's, okay. Penny's job was getting um pregnant. Um which she look, if you want to have a, a lot job. of kids, if you want to John and Kate and have plus eight, it's just as long as you're not She was using all that FMLA. <laughs> she's she's, she's 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 stay pregnant. This okay. is a lot of kids. She stayed with a baby. She um stay with a baby. Okay, but, so then where's her so, baby? Okay. Does she have a baby father? Like, who? See, we don't know yet. And hope, yeah, okay. okay. So right, Tracy's. Keep, <laughs> keep going. 
Keep going. We try not to be judgmental. <laughs> All these pauses we're both taking. Right. So Tracy says, sure, I'll come visit. And Penny fully funds the entire trip. So now Penny is paying. Okay. She flew She so flew, she her flew out. out. She flew okay. out. Tracy okay. tells my family that she's leaving on this vacation maybe three days before she's about to go. And we're all like, um, now, what now? Right. Because we haven't even heard Penny's name even mentioned before. And this... <laughs> And Tracy used up all her paid time off. So we tried to discourage this trip because she needs to work to pay off her debts. And we don't know this person and we don't know if they're sketchy, but it's just no use. So Tracy's family is kind of seeming like they like, all right, Tracy, you in right. a lot of debt. They like, we you have no more PTO. Shoulders. And now if you get behind on these bills, Tracy, if you Tracy, if you got to start chasing these bills, then you're just going to be out here. Like in a helicopter and on a police chase because we can't help you. Right, like, we, like, we can't help you chase like, these bills. Tracy, remember, just three months ago, maybe in twenty twenty one, we're scammed out of out of everything, and now you're in a new. Tracy, before you go on this flight, Tracy. just open up your checking account. <laughs> Tracy, just see what it's saying. Go to the mailbox and see who in there. Her, her girl came boy, Tracy. 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 So they're like, Tracy's together. incorrigible. We can't stop her. So right. now, mm, but she just met Penny. So what? What about it? Okay. So they tried to tell Tracy this. It's of no use. Tracy leaves, and we don't hear anything other than that she got there safely. Then we get a call from Tracy saying she's going to move to Virginia <laughs> to go live with Penny, and there's no use trying to stop her. There's nothing you can do about it. Nothing we could do about it. Tracy okay. says, this ain't the man. Somebody stop me. No, right. nobody's stopping me, nobody's okay? St- no reason would be... <laughs> okay, so no reason would convince her, no matter what. I find out from a friend that something similar happened to her sister. Someone on TikTok reached out to her sister and they began a relationship which led to her moving in. Now, Tracy has moved in and I haven't heard nothing. And Penny's social media shows that this may be a pattern and that she's fallen and like, done this before. Meet a younger woman Wait, online. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So basically, her social media, Penny's social media is giving like, she meets a younger girl on TikTok. She starts, you know, doing the dances and whatnot. Tracy's 10 years younger than Penny. Then she woos the younger girl out to be with her. And so she's then, flying people to move to, yes. from different places to come live with her. Yes, and her five kids. Her five kids. Um... <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to be harsh. This is what Ladaria says. I'm not trying to be harsh on love, but that's what this turns out to be. So we still miss scan. We don't know. But it just doesn't seem like this since it's Penny's pattern. I just want to urge the vulnerable women out there to be careful. Do your research on someone and stay safe. It ain't no shame in being in a long distance relationship or fully vetting someone before altering your entire life to fit theirs. Now, I will say. Wait, that's it? Yes. So this is Miss Scam. We don't know how this ends. Oh. Child. This is a letter, like from someone. So we I don't, need a resolution. We do need a resolution. I'm gonna need you <laughs> to follow back up, Ladarius, because Ladarius. you really left us hanging here. Um, you left us hanging. At least, at least, uh, confident or right, share. like a little note at the bottom for us. Yeah. No, but Ladarius, let us know how this pans out. What's her TikTok name? <laughs> right. What's Peggy's TikTok? Ladarius, we need give to go us do- Penny TikTok. Give us Penny TikTok. <laughs> um, I will say though. This is perfect for Tracy because Tracy was already down bad. Her credit is giving yeah. the, there no the FICO ain't FICO in no more. Yeah. You know? Sure, sure. Um sure. Credit Karma just <laughs> sent her emails like, ah, this is a deep Trace. sigh. 
Now, Tracy. <laughs> they were like, girl, we ain't even got no numbers for you because it's Tracy. that bad. Yeah, we, we've entered the no number territory. It's just a sad face. <laughs> Not an emoji. It's just an emoji. <laughs> It's, it's just that emoji, emoji that's melting into the earth. It's no, it's that. the it's the woo emoji that like, like blow, <laughs> like like dang, like stress, like. You know it's bad with credit karma not even lying to you because like isn't credit karma to be like woo your credit stuff and then experience will be like no it's not bitch <laughs> yeah don't even get to getting excited but yes yeah, so she already had the bad credit. She already had the house situation where, like, we don't know if so the ex is, is still start. living there. Yeah, this is fresh so start she's like, her. why not move out of the city? You know? Why not? I get it. I always wanted to be a stepmama to five kids. That's a lot of Under 12. Also, five kids under 12, that's a very important s- distinction because that means that whoever these babies' daddies are are very much still in still this. Still in the, Yeah. This person's life. Penny definitely know her, at least one of them. There's lots of question marks here. Yeah. Like, why is Penny moving all these? young girls and whilst also continuing to procreate with whomever she's procreating right. with. This just doesn't make sense. Like this this Penny. <laughs> this don't make sense. Somebody gotta call up and, and clear the air. Somebody let us know. What's going on with these kids? Like are these kids like just seeing a new woman and be like, this your new auntie and we like, Auntie Tracy, Auntie And y'all on TikTok. Y'all doing TikTok hitting together. the wall. <laughs> like what are y'all doing? What is I don't know. Doja Cat got a new dance. <laughs> Every time Doja got a new dance, y'all got a new auntie. That's not That's not good. This is, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Every time a new sound come out, y'all got a new auntie. That's not good. It's not good. Y'all shouldn't have a new stepmama that often. I don't agree with that. Tracy, what are you up to? I'm concerned. I am a little concerned. But guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertising. So we'll be back with my favorite part of the show, Historic Hoodwinks. Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like. Who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white, like cream. And I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life. 
life. Like white cream? Are you kidding me? It's giving rich. Okay? Quince is that girl. Y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time. Get into it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess. And we're back, and it's time for my favorite part of the show, Historic Hoodwings. This is my favorite, too. Oh, yay! Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. that for us. Um, Today we're going to regale Eric and get his opinions all throughout. Maybe we love this person, maybe we hate them. We will see. Today we're talking about Vera Pratt. Uh, who was a well-traveled heiress who just recently settled in New England. But when she reached out to a tabloid psychic to cure her of her demons, her life turned upside down. Not fighting demons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes you got to fist fight demons. You're you got to throw hands demon. with some demons. Okay. I ain't mad at it. Have you ever gone to a psychic? I have gone to a psychic. Uh, and they were not psychic. They weren't? No. Okay, well, you can't go in there and be like, what, what am I going to eat today? <laughs> like, who said that? Who said that's what I did? No, she was just in there giving me, like, um, it was actually on, I think it was in, like, New Orleans, and they were on, uh, okay. like, on the they're street. They're supposed to really be psychic there. Come on now. It that's, was like, like, on the, the witchiest street. city. Yeah, and, but they were just giving me just very general. It was, like, a like almost, like, reading horoscope. Like, just very yeah. general things that could or could not be true. Right. Or Which, like, that's how horoscopes work. You always like look at the good shit. You're like, yeah, yeah, I am about to be prosperous. My palm was itching the other day. But when right. it's like, oh, you're going to make a portage, I'm like, that's for somebody else. Let me look <laughs> at the rest of my chart because that's not me. CoStar be trying to gaslight me. That's why I'm going there no more. CoStar be like, you are making bad choices in your life. Come see why. I'm like, I'm not going over there no more. <laughs> well, I was with, with the family. Okay. So they were like, um, just saying stuff like, oh, I'm seeing like, you are responsible. And I'm like looking at my little brothers and I'm like, girl. And then we were with Lisa too. And so my stepmom, she had, at the time she was like using a, she had had a knee surgery. So Mm -hmm. she had a, like a cane. And then the lady was like, oh, I can see that you need healing. I was (laughs) like, girl, we, I can see that too. Yeah. She has a cane. Hey, Bruh, let me get my surgery. Let like, me get my crystal ball real right? quick because what am I doing? She was like, I can see here that you need to heal. <laughs> and Lisa was eating it up. She was like, oh, She was I like, do I do need, need to heal. heal. I do. I How just had a surgery. That? And then she like walks away with the cane. Yeah, like, and I'm like, now nah, Lisa. Shall. Okay. So yeah, psychic. Right. She was like, I can see that. Right now, your body feels warm. <laughs> She's like, I am sweating yeah, a little bit. It it's is hot outside. It's, it's you 85 right. degrees. <laughs> it That's is the crazy. summertime. How you know that? <laughs> no, but I do believe in psychics. I do believe that they're a real psychic. I do, too. I do believe that there are some people who can be clairvoyant. I've definitely done a psychic hotline before, like, called uh, during the <laughs> pandemic, like, very early. I was like, let me just see what's going on. What, what's going to happen here? <laughs> What's what's going on with I this? I was like, panorama? hey, second highlight. Yeah. <laughs> Is Dion Warwick there? Okay, no. Shall I work Dion more? How about Cleo? How about Cleo? She, okay, she go. Call me now. Uh, call me now. She did not call right now though. Call her later. Oh, you remember your Miss Cleo video <laughs> yes. tape? 
Oh gosh, I'm so glad that <laughs> that got lost because there's so many things that I, that really y'all would have just dragged me through the mud for that I did and videotaped as a kid. We used to cooking with cousins. Cooking with cousins. We used to just set up a camcorder and just do things in yeah. front of it. And cooking with cousins was one of the show. We we had one show. Actually. Yes, we had one it was show. Just one episode. It was one episode. You know, it of was mamas of a hit show. We made Rice Krispie Treats. We did. You know, I now that I think about it, like the kids are just doing that with TikTok, except for now it can go viral and millions of people will see it. So I'm sorry that y'all don't have handheld VHSs that your parents can lose like we did sorry. because we just lived a better <laughs> life than you did. Everything sorry. you do is online. Uh, and I hate that for y'all. So Same. at the age of 70, Vera became convinced that she had these demons and that they were inhabiting her body and sabotaging her life. The heiress was the great-granddaughter of the 1800s oil magnate Charles Pratt, which left her a sizable trust. Most of her life, she spent most of her money on other people, from charities to relatives. Okay, so I was about She's to say... I would say Vera... I was going to say the demons might be out on, on black people you probably stole out his wealth from, but... <laughs> I was like, it's about, it's giving Lake Lanier. Uh, it's giving. <laughs> um, it's giving. But you know, this is a very this photo is is very. Uh, it's giving like massa energy. Yeah. yeah, you stole that money was big stolen. Massa <laughs> big massa energy. <laughs> big slave owner energy. Enslaved person energy. And not nice slave owner energy either. No, 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 it's no, not no. giving you was giving some people some lemonade and letting them sit on the porch. Sometimes it's no. giving like you was cruel. Yeah. yeah, it's giving Django slave man. Yeah, it's giving some senior Miss Your Candy. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. No, we don't like that. So, but she was giving back, and maybe that's why, because her daddy was Miss Your Candy. Yeah, so she's benevolent, but she, but she's seventy. Right, but also, With where were demons. you giving benevolence to? You know, because that also matters. You it know? does. But are the but yeah, were 70... the demons with you from? From the jump? Or did no. you get 70 and you like, now I'm fighting demons? <laughs> yeah, it might be some 70-year-old, like, can, some mental demons. Uh, but so she had spent her life traveling the world, learning about Jung-Jian? Jung-Jian. Um, psychology in Vienna, and even studying with Harvard psychologist Timothy Leary. In 2006, she bought a $2 million home, moved from Washington, D.C. to Martha's Vineyard. But she couldn't rid herself of the conviction that the demons inside of her kept her without a social life. One day, she came across an advertisement in a magazine for a psychic who went by the name of Angela. Great psychic name, Angela Lansbury. You know, it's giving Blythe spirit. Okay. Love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be if I'm a psychic, I'm gonna be Madame Arcadi. And then if you just don't know anything about theater, you won't know I'm a criminal. So for Vera, Angela would become her but what spiritual if you do? Savior. What okay, if you well, do and you're like, wait, are you a criminal? <laughs> I'm like, you got me. <laughs> wait, so are you a psychic or are you that theatrical criminal that <laughs> I'm aware of? I'm listen, I see you seeing me as a psychic. Okay. So let's move forward. Okay. That's what's in the ball. Okay. That's what's in the cards. So for Vera, Angela would become her spiritual savior for the next seven years. Mm. That's a long time. That is a long time. And you know seven is the number of completion. Right. Amen. So, I mean, was this a scam? <laughs> was it? Just give it completion. Or was it, or was it divine? <laughs> okay, it's giving Saturn's return. <laughs> you know, why don't we call more scams divinity? <laughs> Why don't we call them yeah. timing, you know? Yeah, divine timing. You were meant to be robbed right now, and that's going to speak to your life. <laughs> Learn from this. Learn from this. Learn from this. 
So when Vera first met Angela, it began with a phone call that quickly led to more phone calls with lists of instructions for treatments involving crystals and gongs. Early on, Angela began traveling from Florida to Martha's Vineyard to visit Vera and manage her treatment, sometimes visiting even several times a month. So for me, if I live in Florida and I can go to Martha's Vineyard several times a month and hit oh, some gongs. Okay, so Angela is cute. I, okay. Now, Angela's not really giving psychics. To she's me. not giving. <laughs> she's giving like city girl. I need to see some credentials, Angela. Yeah, Angela. How you know how to use these crystals, mama? Angela, were you saving for a BBL? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> like, yeah, you looking very it's, contemporary. Yeah, it's not giving you've ever seen nobody's future. Yeah. It's not a, it's not giving enough life experience here. Right. I'm not even to, getting Raven Simone to, psychic. To get my. <laughs> I'm not, not getting that so Raven. It's not giving even that so Raven. <laughs> Angela. Okay. Okay, Angie. All right, Angie, the psychic. Hey, Angie. So Angie's taking these trips to Martha's Vineyard and banging on these gongs and, and whatnot. As time went on, Vera and Angela spent more and more time on the phone, emailing back and forth, with Vera relaying most of her personal details. She saw no progress with her demons, but remained faithful to Angela and continued to employ her. <laughs> Child, we still fight. Angela's like, like, no, did you sprinkle the Florida water like I told you? Like I told you. you. No, you have to do it right when it's a full moon. Otherwise, the demons are going to tussle. Did you (laughs) charge? They're going to throw Did you charge the crystals in the full moon? You didn't. Oh, you didn't put them on the ledge. How long did you charge them? Oh, see, that's that's where you messed up at. That's where you messed up. Now you got to wait till another. Which demon is it? Tarantino? Which demon is it? Clive Bigsby. Like, yeah, see, you didn't do it right. Let me let wait me, till I get up there. Okay, I'm just wait till I, fly just, me out again. Yeah. Fly me out again. Let me get fluid out again. Fly me out. Yeah. And, then I'll and I need a bed at first class because I'm healing. I can't sit. Right. <laughs> so, it's important to, to maintain this energy around me. Yes. I must uh, be comfortable. But as Angela dug her claws deeper, Vera began to withdraw from public life. So remember, Vera wanted friends. And she was like, I'm probably not having friends. she social demons. Yeah, because of the demons. So so this is now her new bestie, which is probably why she hung on. Because she's like, well, I'm getting what I wanted. The psychic's not wrong. Right. I wanted friends. And now, right. and now we friends. Right. She so, come and see me. Right. She, she, check, she checks on me come like Beyonce. Check up, right. Beyonce. She said, let me cater to you. Because baby, Girl, this right. is Beyonce my Beyonce calls me. She checks on me. <laughs> Yes. Go ahead, put your life in my hands. <laughs> I need that social, okay. that driver's license, them emails, and, and so, so much, much more. <laughs> okay, yes. Angela, I peep, I peep. I peep game. Okay, girl. So only three years into the relationship, Vera had to ask permission from Angela before going to any social outing. So now Angela's like, okay... You got to talk to me before you go anywhere, starting to dig in some control aspects, which we know is like something that manipulative people do to isolate you. Yeah. She was told not to continue spending her money on anyone else, particularly her family, who, according to Angela, were full of negative energy. Mm. Mm. Where are they off, now? We're off those vibes. We are off that vibe. Guys, we've, I've said this a billion times on this podcast. Call your grandparents. Even if you're not a good person and you don't even love them, call them just to keep them from getting scammed. Call them so that maybe there's some inheritance left for you. Uh, because if you don't, somebody will. 
I'm gonna call yeah. your grandparents. I'm calling your family. Those those are the demons. Right. <laughs> your family got you messed up, girl. Call just call me. Angela is rebranded your family. Call <laughs> just call me, girl. Don't call the rest of them demons. Vera, oh. I'm your family. <laughs> I'm your family now. <laughs> I don't know when I'm the captain now. I'm your Damn, family. Damn, I'm asking you a grandkid and like, oh granny, Vera, we coming for Christmas. She was like, Don't bother. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> You're a demon. Sorry. Yeah, you're, you're not my grandchild anymore. <laughs> grandchild, oh, like that's four. how Vera sounds. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what I'm giving her. <laughs> I don't know why. Eris Vera, that's how she. Yeah. Okay. So her person, she's probably way more elegant than that. So her, her personality began to change. She spoke almost entirely of demons and Angela. So if we weren't talking about demons, we were talking, talking about, about Angela, Angela, her friend Angela, who's curing her of these things. right, and had memory issues, implying early signs of dementia. In November 2010, I know, because our grandma had know, dementia, so this is, like, kind of a source. If somebody did this to my grandma, I'd be so pissed. But, like, we hung out with yeah. our grandma. Like, we loved our grandma, and we hung out with her. So nobody was going to scam her because Facts. we were there. <laughs> but uh, y'all left y'all grandma to her own devices, and that ain't right. So Vera's older brother, Peter, reached out. She got an older brother, and she's 70. Ooh, white people be living a long time. Whew. But also, why, <laughs> why couldn't they get together? Why couldn't she say, hey, bro, you know, right. I got this social thing. I'm sad. Like, let's, let's, I'm alone. Right. I'm 70. We both heirs and We should and live together let's... like Medea and the other now why brother. It's got to be We live together like them. And brown. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet brown. Brown and coral. We all need to live together in the same house. Um. So Peter, the brother, reached out to Vera and told her that her once large fortune was dwindling. In an email, he told her, unfortunately, it's happened before and that it will happen again, especially as your healer ups her demands and as you become more addicted to her cause. Sorry to be disparaging, but I'm very concerned. So by 2011, Mm. Vera had been with Angela for five years, still boxing her demons. Mayweathering her demons. Yeah, she got to change the treatment because these demons are they, <laughs> they. They in the gym. They are. They, <laughs> these demons got her up against the ropes. Okay. These demons they are relentless. <laughs> Vera, we got to do something else now. The demons have already took your ear, Vera. The demons have gone full Tyson. This is just she not. Said, Vera, I thought the crystals would do, but we have no. to up the treatment. We have to up the treatment. It's gonna up the cost, though. Yes, That's the it only is. thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fighting demons with little progress, continuing to lose money. Still, according to most law, if someone genuinely believes in the spirit healer and that they're helping them, that this is legal. Because think about it. There's all types of healers out there who will be like, this is what's going on. I know people who have gone to essentially therapy is like talking to a healer and them giving you advice. And yes, going to the doctor to get a prescription. That's true. And but that's psychiatrists. Therapists don't prescribe. But, but they do or go to going school. To, going to a doctor of any kind oh, right. to get a yeah. prescription of any kind. Yeah. Because unless you know for sure what it is, it's like, well, we'll try this. Exactly. We'll try this. Let me give you this medicine and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And the doctors, that's why doctors are so confident. They're like, yeah. it's this. And then you're like, I don't know. And they're like, I'm the one who went to education. I'm going to prescribe you this. Education. We'll yeah. see. So really, Angela is a doctor. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> She is a she is a hey, hey doctors out there, y'all wanna fight me? Be honest. <laughs> I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. No. She not a doctor. She ain't go to med school. Y'all gonna fight me like these demons. <laughs> y'all gonna these get demons, the demons. Fight. they gonna whoop on you like like Vera's demons Woo. for five years, child. 
Mary's <laughs> demons are giving like Bruce Lee. They beating everybody up like in line. Future out here. So um, it, technically, it's legal. But Angela was no regular psychic healer, right? So the psychic behind the curtain. Angela maintained a number of businesses under different names, to which she had virus and wire transfers, personal checks, and even cash for her services. However, Angela also had her name added to Vera's Amex card, which she used to spend at least twenty thousand dollars on entertainment and jewelry. So she was like, also, I'm on this Amex. Vera and Angela shared am- Amex. American Express. <laughs> she in the Delta Sky Club. <laughs> Sky Lounge. Before before coming to Martha's Vineyard. She got miles, bro. She got miles on miles. Sipping champagne. Right. Angie ain't never going to have to pay for a lift again. <laughs> she, she got said, it. Vera, what's our credit card number? <laughs> what's the security code what's in our, our card? <laughs> Hold on, y'all. It's it's saying fraud. Hold on, let me call. Hold on, let me my girl call Vera. Vera, Vera, hey. girl. It's another demon child. Yeah. I, I don't f- <laughs> this one is outside your body this... in the form of um a stop hole. Okay, this demon's yeah. over here in Florida trying to get at me. This and... demon called fraud alert, and, and we need to stop them. <laughs> we need to stop them now. Go ahead and verify. Hold on, yeah. I got him on the phone. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and Go verify. Ahead and verify. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, okay we got Vera. one demon down. One right. demon down. So, <laughs> Vera okay. wrote in her diary, what Angela asked for to deal with the demons was too much. Apparently, I'm getting very low on funds. Meanwhile, Angela lived a life full of Chanel, Louboutin, Porsche Cayenne. Because <laughs> she's a successful healer. She's a successful healer. <laughs> with one client. She's manifested abundance in she her life. Has. <laughs> what was that tweet? It was like, look, the manifesting ain't working. It's time to steal. It's time to steal. <laughs> like, that's she has what... a manifested a life of abundance with no lack. I'm not mad at it. I'm and she's working. Her. She's taking these calls. She's fighting these demons. She's a I... doctor. She's a doctor. So in Aventura, Florida, she lived in a 3,270 square foot, <laughs> yeah. half a million dollar condo in addition to a New York City flat iron home. She's got multiple properties. Okay. All right. On this woman's job. <laughs> so when Angela visited Vera in the vineyard, she sometimes stayed at a $500 a night Harborview Hotel. Now, Angela, why are you not just staying with Vera? I know Vera's house is giving coin. Because Vera has demons. She can't be in there with them. She said it's too much room. Actually, the demons have taken all the bedrooms up. So I'm going to take a, I'm going to get a hotel. Do you think I'm staying in here with you? No. Mm-mm. I have to. It's not enough room. I have to protect my peace. Yes. As it's a, not enough room for me and the and demons. And the demons. <laughs> and you. No. As it turns out, Angela was Sally Ann Johnson from the matriarchal family of Rose Marks. And she was far from the only family member running lucrative psychic scams. So Angela's real name is Sally Ann Johnson. See, I knew Angela was a made-up name. I knew it was given Angela Lansbury. So who is this person? This is Rose Marks. So Rose Marks is a part of this family, and they are all trained So psychics. she's the matriarch. She's yes. The, she's <laughs> So she's training up all of her kids and like they learned about crystals from day one. You know, like now I know my ABCs and my Next psychic time ones. You scam with threes. Yes. This is so there's some trauma somewhere here. Yes. In this family. Some, somebody was wronged and now she's like, I'm gonna raise my kids. We're gonna get over. We gonna get and I'm not, I don't I know. can't say that I'm mad at it. I don't know what Vera's family did to get that money, but you know, when you got money that that's when you just that long, heiress, there's some murders back there. There's you can some... spend five years ridding yourself of demons from... <laughs> as a hobby? As a, 
Seven years ridding yourself of demons, and you got somebody spending twenty k on your card, and it's not you. Yeah, you yeah. didn't add her on the Amex. Yeah, no. Mm. So Sally's formal education stopped at the second grade, and this is Sally is Angela. Growing up she, in the second grade. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> so she might have actually oh. just stopped at the ABC. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. How? How? Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just let me do some quick math. Because when you, when you fifth grade, you're either ten or eleven. So let's subtract three. So this baby had to be seven. Five or maybe is eight. five is kinder. Kinder. Right? So then first is five, six or six kinder. First, yeah. Six, or it can't be six for kinder. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, so seven so or eight. Around eight. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. Seven to nine. Seven to nine. We'll be yeah. So that's when she. That's when she that's when she started being employed and left school. Okay, that's not good. So growing up, well, yeah, really growing up from childhood. <laughs> literally. She is <laughs> literally developing uh, as to an adult. Growing up, she made a living and like literally growing up, physically growing up because this is a child. Uh, she made a living in Miami and New York through her psychic abilities and claimed a deep root in her family and American Romani culture. So Romani culture, they, I know on TLC they had that show with the G word that you're not supposed to say, but it was like the families who like, some of them grift or some of them just have hustles where like they'll drive around with concrete that we don't know where they got it from, but they got to they got to cement people's lawns while it's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they'll just r- drive around with it and be like, do you want to cement your driveway real quick? Because right. we got it in the truck right now. Got to do it right now. Got to do it right now, though. <laughs> and like the, so they had hustles. So, I mean, if a seven year old or eight year old told me that they were a psychic, I don't know. I would give them some money and see what's up. Yeah. I, I mean, like, especially when you when you sign your indigenous. Uh, right. Ancestral and kids are so pure to me, so I'm like, if anybody's tapped into the psychicness, it's the children. It's the, it's the ch- like we always love to see a baby and be like, oh, that baby's that been baby here before. Been here. That's a very black thing. It's though. a very black thing. Black people are always trying to make a baby old. No, that baby is your grandma. Look just like her. They've Act just like her too. Here. Look how that baby's sitting up like that. Yeah, no, that baby. That baby. That baby. That did. baby. Mm-hmm. Done been here before. Y'all see how that baby was looking while we was talking about the baby? Right. That baby knew it was being <laughs> talked about. They've been here before. They're so baby smart. Been here before. <laughs> so I would definitely go to the baby and be like, "Here's money." Uh, You've been t- here before, huh? Yeah. <laughs> tell ahead. me what they told you right before you got here um, about Don't me. Pull a card. Yeah. Go ahead and pull a card. So, according to Rose Marks, the mother of I'm gonna call her Angela, um, but this is the mother of Sally's life partner and head of the family. So basically, Angela is Sally. Yes, correct. Rose Marks is the mother-in-law of Angela slash Sally's life partner and head of the family. Got it. Part of their Wait, culture. When did that well when did when was Angela introduced into the family? So if Angela is Sally. Sally was like, I'ma go by Angela. But then second grade education, Angela Sally. Yes. Yes. And so she's a part of this family. And sometimes they do get married. Because young. the matriarch is the but it's her mother in law. Yes. So when did she she stop going to school at two? Because a part of the culture is having their daughters drop out of school at eight or nine to develop their psychic powers. So when did she get brought into Rose the Rose herself dropped out of school in the third grade. Okay. She was married in an arranged marriage at 16 or 17 years old, living in Virginia until moving to Florida in 1998. Now, this is the matriarch, Rose, yes. right? There, she and her husband opened the first of several storefronts that served as basis to sell their spiritual abilities with eight of her family members. So, 
Rose liked to live a life of extravagance, but this is like mother, like stepdaughter. So she owned the Fort Lauderdale mansion. This is Rose. At one point, she reportedly had like 400 rings, 100 watches, 200 necklaces, several Harley Davidsons, and a white Rolls Royce. So basically, Rose lived like she was Rick Ross. That's what she was like, oh. We got them visions, huh? <laughs> Tiptoeing on her marble floors. Tiptoeing on her marble floors, okay? And her marble stones and crystals, okay? <laughs> she, she was doing all right. So Rose was doing all right. Ro- Rose was what we would call a mogul these right. days. Right. Rose quartz? Rose quartz. <laughs> Rose hot girl shit. Whoa. Quartz. Quartz. So together, Rose and her family had amassed a fortune totaling over $40 million from a scam going back 20 years. Among their victims was best-selling romance author Jude Devereaux, who gave them $20 million over 20 years for their services. Another one of their victims believed that he was hearing voices. Rose's daughter-in-law, Cynthia Miller, convinced him the archangel... Michael required a sacrifice for him. The victim was 32, and Michael needed 32 gold coins representing each year that he didn't have faith. Note the coins were believed Mm. to be worth about $400,000. So they said Mm. he needed to go out and be like the Mario Brothers and collect gold coins Mm -hmm. uh, for each year of his life. That he didn't have faith. So that he could get rid of the demons. I love this scam because instead of, like, making it obvious with money, they kind of made it a little, like, national treasury. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not just give us all your money. It's like, no, go find these gold coins yes. that happen to cost this amount of money. From the Incas. But you, but but really, only bring us the amount of coins that represent the years you didn't have faith. Yes. So, is it, which is around, like, $400,000. <laughs> all your life, though. <laughs> <laughs> so bring us all the coins. Bring us all the coins. So the victim believed that the coins would be returned. But when he asked for the $400,000 worth of the coins back, he was told that only Michael, the archangel, knew where the exact location was in a cemetery. So he was like, oh, they were, <laughs> Rose said, we gave them to Michael, the angel. Where do you think we thought we was going to keep the gold coins? No. For ourselves? No, that would be crazy. We gave them to Michael. And then Michael has said, um. Because remember, we said you needed a sacrifice. Yeah. So he's. Michael. Yeah. He said they in one of the cemeteries. So it's, you just got to get to looking. <laughs> now you got to find them. Coincidentally, Angela had asked Vera to take gold coins and lie them on the bed every night to transfer energy and then give them to her for safekeeping. The coins would never be returned. Because that's the safest of keeping is when you never have them again so that you know they're kept right, safe. Right. By 2011... Even while Angela continued her scheme, eight members of her family were indicted on charges of conspiracy, wire fraud, mail fraud, and money laundering. Because remember, they had that storefront where Mm. they were selling all Mm -hmm. of their spirits, their spiritualness. Right. So Rose Marks, in a rare sentencing for a fortune teller, got 10 years in prison as her family members got four months to several years. So that's like a high sentence for a fortune teller. But she stole so much money. When you're in like the double digit millions, yeah. like they want to make an They're example to of it. Figure it out. Yeah. So getting caught. Friday, November 8th, 2013, Vera asked her goddaughter to help her pay for an electricity bill. So remember, Vera used to have coins. Dang. And now, now she, she can't asking. cover a Con Edison. She <laughs> Now she needs Eric's electricity service. <laughs> She's on Facebook, like, you yes, to, I would love to, to lower sh- my rates. Yeah, you want me to hook you up and just switch you over? <laughs> yes. So the goddaughter was in shock to find that she didn't have any money and immediately called the Chilmark Police Department. The case was assigned to Detective Sean Slavin, uh, seen here in the center with this green shirt on, looking like a hater. 
Um, this man looks like he loves to track down people who are living their best life. Um, he happened to only live a half a mile away from Vera. So I'm sure Sean was like, not on my watch. <laughs> not in my neighborhood, you don't. When he went to go meet his neighbor for the first time, Vera at first said that she was only missing $500 and later $15. When he asked her how much she paid her spiritualist, the answer was around $15,000 over the past five years. Less than a week later, Detective Sean called Vera and learned that Angela would be on the island soon. So Angela's coming back to Martha's Vineyard. Coming back. When she pulled up, the detective followed to ask questions, and Angela became combative. She was like, why are you asking me all these yeah. questions about, I'm a spiritual healer. W- right. w- what you want to see, my right. potions? I got them right here. Right. Let me empty out this Walmart bag. I got them right here. <laughs> so when she pulled, like, she's getting harassed. She's like, I'm a real healer. Like, get out of my face. Right. Detective Sean told Angela outright that what she was doing wasn't right and that he was going to get to the bottom of it. That same day, Angela told Vera to never speak to him again and had her sign a letter declaring that any money Vera had given Angela was a gift given with a full sense of generosity. Mm. Now, Angela, Mm. I thought you were a healer. Now these are all gifts? She was like, tell Sean that you gave this to me for Christmas. You put me on your Amex for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> like, when my birthday came around, <laughs> these are all gifts. You gave me gold coins. Sign, sign here. Sign on the here. Dotted line. An initial here. Okay. Also, but Angela, you have to pay taxes on gifts that are over at that hundred dollars. So <laughs> the tax man was still gonna pull up. But she said, "I'm not. I'm not. But I'm not going be, to jail. Yeah, I'm not gonna be." The letter even attempted to grant Angela sole power of attorney to fully control Vera's life. Detective Sean got in touch with Vera's brother, who believed that Vera had, at that point, given as much as $500,000 to Angela. The detective's involvement meant that they finally had the means to intervene. So... Sean discovered, Detective Sean, discovered that there was not $15,000 or $500,000 missing. There was over $3.5 million. Missing that was not the money that she had already given Angela or that's how much she had been giving Angela the entire time. Either that's how much she had been giving her or it's also like... Like a new missing amount of money. Well, no. It's like a combination of like... She Angela's giving her the or getting okay. the money, but also she's like the coins, the bank account access, got it, got the it, credit cards. It. Yeah. So enter Chief Beth. Now, what I want to say too is, Peter, you a raggedy bitch because if you knew your sister was getting robbed like this, like why wouldn't you call the authorities sooner? Like why would you let her yeah. get to the point where she couldn't pay her light bill? Right. It just feels like we should have stepped in before that, especially if you could see that she was hemorrhaging money. Yeah. Agreed. So inner Chief Beth. Soon after, Vera's family hired a caretaker for her named Beth Toomey. Okay, Beth said, I'm, I'm going to get that money to me. I'm going to get it to you. <laughs> so Beth was actually a former police chief and detective, uh, Slavin, uh, Sean, Detective Sean's former boss. So Beth had been in the game for a while. So she's a caretaker now, but she's also no, a former. No, Beth was a chief. Beth is getting involved. So this is somebody else in law enforcement. This is not, okay, this is a different person. This so, isn't yes. the caretaker. No, okay, this is okay, Beth, okay. who's a former police chief, and and she used to be Detective got Sean's it, it. former boss. So after spending time with Beth, Vera began waking up to the fact that her relationship was unhealthy. Uh, for Vera's protection, Beth also moved uh, into Vera's house, unsure of what Angela would do to protect her stolen fortune. Now, Beth, you're not a police chief anymore. Right. She, she coming out of retirement to do this? Like, what is she doing? So... Beth, it feels like you was also just trying to go on vacation. You was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do, girl? I'm going to move into your house. I'm going to move in here. 
in Martha's Vineyard. You know how the police be moving into your house? <laughs> I'm going to move into your house. And then my family going to put my vacation here sometimes. Yeah. But it's really just to be vigilant for I Angela. just want to make sure Angela's not doing anything yeah. wild. So what's this guest room talking about? Let me get in there and just protect is, and you. And is there a pool here? Can I use Okay. It? Yeah, I'm going to protect you in the pool as well. I'm going to be looking outside. Okay. Is that a dry sauna? I'm going to protect <laughs> you in there as well. I'm, I will also be in there protecting you. Okay. I was at that nice fridge with the with the four compart. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go yeah. ahead and load that up with protection food since I'm gonna be here. <laughs> so Angela fought like a parasite. She told Vera that they had work to do, that Vera should move to Florida, and that Vera still owed her money. This is Angela being like, "We still have work to do. I know them v- demons still pulling up. I know they still know the address of your mind. What do you, like? What do you want to do? Not, you still owe me some money too, <laughs> Angela. Can't you just let a grift go? I feel like if I show up and the police are there, I'm just be like, oh my God, wrong house. Or I'm be like, you know what, Vera? I don't feel that heaviness anymore. It's a miracle. The way has <laughs> lifted. The demons are gone. Boom. Like, ooh, number two. <laughs> that was the last demon. Our work just is like, done. Wow. I wouldn't even admit that I worked with her. I would be like, my name is Sally, and I actually have. Where did I get? How did I get here? <laughs> Hello? I done walked into the wrong house. Let me get on my plane, child. Goodbye. You did it. So, after seven years, the relationship between the heiress and the psychic parasite ended. Unfortunately, Vera was never able to fully enjoy her Martha Vineyard home as not long after all of this, she had to move into assisted living facilities. I know. So, by April 2015, though Vera and Angela's relationship was severed, Detective Sean was struggling to build a criminal case. He even got in touch with the FBI, who advised that the FBI couldn't go after cases of psychic fraud because technically it's a real service that was provided. However, they could go after cases of massive tax fraud. Mm. Didn't we say that earlier? We said if she wrote down that it was a gift, Uncle Sam was going to be like... We like gifts. Right, about that gift. <laughs> about them presents. Okay, it's us. <laughs> we ch- only you. <laughs> what does he say? I choose you. What does Uncle Sam say? Anyway, he be choosing all of us, and we have no <laughs> uh, choice yeah. in the matter. Yeah, he just points yeah. at people in that hat, and, right. and he's like, you, <laughs> give me money. Because uh, Uncle Sam is ruthless. I still remember, and I think I've said this on the podcast, when they came after everybody who got that car on Oprah, when Oprah was like, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. And it was all these teachers who were, like, making, like, the worst salaries and, like, really needed these cars, and they were so excited. Mm-hmm. Uncle Sam came after them so fucking hard body and was like, either you got seven grand or we need a car. Or get that car back. Yeah, we're in the car back. So they don't care. <laughs> so they was gonna get her. Also, the F to be in the eye is so lazy. They was like, "Do you have a case? <laughs> well, then don't call us. We don't well, do yet. investigations. <laughs> that's not really not spiritual practice. No, that's not our bag." So going through her payments, the authorities discovered that Angela had neglected to pay seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in taxes. Dang. Woo! <laughs> Dang, Angie. Angie. Dang. Angie, they got you on the list. It's not Angie's list anymore. You own it. Dang, sis. So at her court sentencing, though she admitted to the taxes, she maintained, I would never do anything deceitful to anybody. There is nobody that I would ever take for granted. Now, now, Angie, Sally, we know you lying. But listen, you were trained up as a child she, yeah. at eight years old that this was your profession and that this is you helping people. And I think you might have genuinely believed that you was out here slap boxing them demons for Vera. You know Angie did not believe she was doing no healing work. I don't know. She said they were talking a lot. She had the crystals. She was flying in and flying out. Now when her mama is known, now <laughs> she grew up. This is but like, that's how she grew up. You think they actually thought that they were really healing people? 
I don't think maybe the elders did, but if I grew up and at eight years old, they took me out of school and were like, you have a gift. And now, and I, I would believe that. You know, when people told me that I, I was funny and, and then I could at sing some point, or something, I was like, wow, you know, maybe I really can. Yeah, and then at some point you realize, like, oh, I'm actually extorting people. Let me tell her to sign, not to talk to nobody, not to, like, let me isolate her. Mm. Like, Angie was knew what she was doing. <laughs> That's why she kept that story and why she was being combative with the police when they were asking her things. She knew what she was doing. Okay, Angie. You probably did. Angie knew what it was. She did. She knew what it was when she was eight, too. Right. (laughs) Eight-year-olds know. You can't get your lesson anymore. (laughs) You're not going to the schoolhouse. I'm teaching you how to be a scammer. Right. And you probably did know, because eight-year-olds are smart. I'm going to give eight-year-olds more credit. They know when they get involved in crime. They they be pickpocketing at that age. Okay? All of a twist in them. They know know what's up. So she was sentenced to 26 months in prison and required to pay restitution of $725,912 to the IRS. And then she had to pay $3.5 million, basically, to Vera. Now, we know she ain't got $3.5 million. She barely probably got the 75. And who gets paid first, the IRS or Vera? Right. It's given it's given IRS. Probably. And why does Vera need that money back? Like what was the chump? I want to know. I mean, Vera is in the home now, but right. she might want to leave something to her it kids. It was a gift. <laughs> <laughs> a month after angela was convicted on february 8th 2018 vera passed away oh. at the age of 82 oh r.i.p r.i.p vera i mean in a way vera you did get some friends she did angie was, was she like, ran her race thank you for being <laughs> a scam angie mm-hmm. you know in your golden age yeah i mean i'm but also, like, you did get robbed, Vera, and that's not right. That's she, not okay. It wasn't. But she did have some companionship. She did. And, and some fun stories. So we'll some, find the silver lining yes. there. But, guys, we're going to head into Scammer <laughs> of the Week. <laughs> we'll find the silver lining. We'll find the silver lining, yeah. Head into Scammer of the Week. Scammer of the Week is where we... Highlight a charlatan who's worthy of our praise, or maybe not. We'll see. Uh, Today, we're talking about the wife of one former California state senator, Dan McCordell. Oh, these names, honey. Y'all got some names that be naming. So he's in. So the wife is in hot water after a Bay Area news organization discovered that she copied and pasted a chunk of her book from Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's given inspired. (laughs) <laughs> Wikipedia gets worked on by a lot of people who's to say what is she co- okay we're okay. about to see what she copied but I don't know it's giving Shein right. know, it's giving Fashion Nova it? okay let's see so so Jean who's on the left here we'll post these photos had been hired to write a book on Santa Clara County history she was paid at least 2.45 million dollars between 2009 and 2019 from grant applications and for the book now that's a wild amount of money like do people want to know about Santa Clara that bad that's a lot of money because <laughs> my book deal ain't giving them the, I, the people want to know about Santa. I'm about to write about Santa Clara. Okay. Right. Who do I need to? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what city do I need to be writing about? Right. To... I'm writing about. Uh... <laughs> we tell y'all about Dallas, Texas. Right. I'm telling y'all about Fort Worth. Have y'all heard of Pleasant you. Grove? <laughs> I'm about to write about that. Let me tell okay. you about where I'm from. Right. Have y'all been to Bushwick? I'm going to write about that. Y'all want a book on that? 
So she was two years behind on the book when she turned in a 580-page manuscript. And when she did, it was discovered about one-fifth of it was copied directly from Wikipedia, the History Channel, the Mercury News, the Washington Post, county web pages, and other sources, about half of them without footnotes. Though Jean denies those portions were meant to be a part of the final copy, the project has been put on hold. Now, I don't know, because, okay, if you're going to write about Santa Clara... It's not like Jean was there for all of Santa Clara's city history. It's not like she was there at the the cookout and, and the, the mayor parade. And... But as a writer, you know, you need to cite your sources. Oh, yeah, yeah. You cite them. We cite on this show always. But... I, I, but that's the issue. She gathered all the information, though. Who... She's a content creator. She's a... What, what are those people called? She's a curator of the book. She's a writer of the book. <laughs> they pay her to write the book. She she did write it. She copied and pasted it and didn't cite the sources and played it like it was her work. Okay, but even when you copy and paste, you got to go in and take out the little wiki footnotes. You got to do a little bit of writing. <laughs> you said take out the footnotes. Yes. <laughs> That's not writing. You're taking them out. Okay, but you got to make it flow. Clearly, she didn't make them flow because she just copied and pasted it, and that's how they found I'm it out. I'm sure that they checked. They run it through that thing before publishers, like, publish something to see if anything has been plagiarized or too much has been plagiarized to cover their own asses. They have lawyers for that. But isn't that the scam that she didn't, they didn't do it? Or did they do it? I mean, it's giving content curator to me. I wouldn't have known where to find all these things about Santa Clara. But even content creators got to cite their sources. <laughs> This is it's true. giving scam to me, and that's why she's winning the scammer of the week. Look at you justifying this woman. This woman, her whole her whole book is copied and pasted. And you like, I mean, she curated this book about Santa Clara because she went there. It would be the first time somebody's done this. There's a very popular influencer. I'm not gonna say their name, but they have a pamphlet that they call a book. That they definitely get printed at e-book. FedEx. It's an ebook. <laughs> no, they get it printed oh, at it? FedEx. Oh, okay. I feel like Judith just made a face like she probably knows who this is. But they get this pamphlet printed at FedEx and then they mail it out to people that's supposed to be like how to make money, how to manifest. Like one of those books that there, there's some empty pages where you write stuff oh. down. Oh, okay. But they stole this book completely from somebody's uh, Tumblr account. <laughs> like it's like word for word, Dang. bar for bar, somebody's Tumblr. But I don't think they're going to be able to stop this scammer. <laughs> Yeah, they can. That's their IP. I mean, so it gets dicey on the internet sometimes. Well, you need to... Um, oh, I don't mind. <laughs> no, you need to send a message and be like, hey, they got your stuff. I mean, the girl, the the person knows know. that they have their stuff. And they were, like, tweeting about it, but I think that's where it ended was tweets. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I hope it was copyrighted or I mean, trademarked books, or something. I don't think so, because it was on Tumblr. But books can be vibes, you know? And who's to say, like, if I get on TikTok and I do a dance... Okay, if I do a dance that's already been done, can I, I can't do the dance no more. But, but as a book. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could see how I'm looking at Lacey. <laughs> yeah, but as a book. If I, if I do it... No, okay. I can't be inspired by, by your website, but as you a book... You can. You can do the dance, but everybody knows it's a dance. Like, it's a trend, but you can't do the dance and be like, look at this dance I made up. Mm, I don't know. They be doing it on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> so. and then and then they get played, too. You, yeah, but they the get pandemic, rich first. They get, <laughs> they get rich first. But, you know, they had all those, they those get movie deals. black TikTok creators. Yeah, they did, but they didn't. Black TikTok creators didn't get paid from that strike. But the white TikTokers who stole from them still do. 
I'm just saying. I don't know. Sometimes you don't get justice. Sometimes you got to just be inspired uh, and and be thieving. No, I'm kidding. Don't thieve. Because actually, like, there's a whole network that literally tried to clone my podcast and, like, put out, like, ads for it. And my friends sent it to me, like, or, like, auditions. Yeah, like, literally tried to clone my whole shit. Um, You can't clone me, bitch. Okay, I can't um, because I'm nuts. Not because I'm like the best. Unhinged. It's just because I'm unhinged. She's like, unhinged. you can't replicate this amount of crazy go if you tried. <laughs> okay, Lacey's taking a short break. She's going <laughs> back to college. Oh, and with that, guys, that brings us to the end of a fantastic episode. Aww. Come on, we are family. Okay, let me stop for like a slide. <laughs> right, we got to mix it up. Um, we always ask on this podcast, Eric, where would you like to be found? I would like to be found on a black sand beach. Oh, my and... God. <laughs> no one can ever just take this. <laughs> no, you can find me. It's the way you phrased it. You can find me. Uh... <laughs> no, because last time, uh, a few episodes back, Miranda and Nathan were like, where I'd like my body to be found. I was like, that is not. <laughs> oh, no. Y'all took it somewhere. Not who no. took the body. <laughs> um, you can find me at on Instagram. E underscore Mosley, M-O-S-L-E-Y. And if you're looking for yoga or consulting or any of those things, you can follow the page Black Mat Yoga. Yes, it's a great page. Eric is really great at Instagram, and I love looking at it. Just moisturized, beautiful black people being well. Uh, Guys, as always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your bag. And and, th- and on that note, Ladarius, that scam is not retired because we do not know what happened to right. Tracy. Uh, don't leave so us in the cliffhanger. Up. So follow up, Ladarius. We need to know. Um, and as for me, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms if you can find me on Instagram, Mike Zuckerberg, trying to tussle with me. Um, and then, or and on Twitter and, and everywhere else. And Lacey Mosley on TikTok. And season two of iCar Carly, full season is streaming meal on Paramount Plus. I'll get into that. Congregation. Stay Angie Ing. <laughs> Manifesting. Scheming. Abundance. <laughs> <laughs> I manifest through lies, okay? <laughs> through theft. That's my love language. Theft. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Damn goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, We have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.